Uh, Derek, addict, alcoholic. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never uh, done this in a meeting, so bear with me uh, a little bit on Zoom as well. Another sit or stand. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Derek, alcoholic, addict. Um, I have. It's the right date of March 21st, 2021. I have a sponsor who is in this meeting. And uh, yeah, grateful to be here. Uh, kind of just start at the beginning. Um, you know, I, I, I grew up in a, like a military household. Uh, my dad was in the military. My mom worked a lot, uh, moved around a bit as a kid. Uh, so from like one to nine, I moved from New York to South Dakota to Colorado, um, where I ended up for a while. <clears throat> And then, so with my dad being in the military, he was stationed in a lot of different countries, like Turkey, uh, Saudi Arabia, Italy, other countries. Most of the time growing up, he was gone in a different country, multiple years at a time. And um, my mom always worked two jobs to kind of support the family. So bounced around a lot from my, my mom to my grandparents, you know, back and forth and, and uh, that whole scenario. Uh, when I was nine, I moved to Colorado. Um, my dad had bought this house in Colorado before like going out to see it and it was like completely in the ghetto um there was our house and every other house in the block was section eight and like we didn't know before moving in so like we got there and it was it was pretty much a shock to us um but yeah back it up a little bit i have an older brother he's four years older than me um he's also in the program you know i spent a lot of time as a kid with him uh you know without parents being around and stuff i always looked up to him um <clears throat> So I kind of idolized him and that continues on uh, as I get older. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I was, I remember as a kid, I was, I was always scared. I was a scared kid. I was scared of everything. Um, just like being up here, you know, I'm like worried and scared all the fucking time. And uh, you know, I, I lived stressed out like all my childhood, very like clenched. And um, you know, I played hockey growing up. I remember when I was like 12, I got, I broke my arm playing hockey. Uh, it's kind of where everything started for me. So broke my arm, went to the doctor. They gave me Norco's for the first time. And when I got home that evening, I, you know, I was able to be on the couch and like chill out with no worries. Wasn't scared anymore. I had like the little Sunday itchies on the couch and it was like a great time. I got to watch whatever movie it was, you know, and I was, I remember I was bummed when that prescription ran out. Um, I definitely like that feeling. You know, and, and I think it was later on that year, 12, 12 or 13, it was New Year's Eve, the first time I got drunk and I had that similar feeling. Um, you know, I wasn't nervous anymore. I felt a part of, I was like the life of the party at this, at my friend Tyler's house, his older sister gave us like, it was like uh, Bacardi zombie. Like they're like pre-mixed drinks, so like 15%. They're fucking gross. But uh, I got, got drunk off that for the first time. And, and that was an amazing time for me. Um, you know, from there, you know, 13, I didn't really drink too much. Um, you know, some sneaking some alcohol from friends, parents, stuff like that. Um, not really anything until I got to high school. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, I started smoking weed for the first time. Um, and that quickly went to trying cocaine, to trying meth, um, you know, and then kind of going downhill from there. I remember when I was a freshman in high school, uh, I just wanted to party with my friends and needed some money to do that. So me and my friends thought it was great to start selling weed at school. So I remember I got expelled freshman year for having an ounce of weed on me. Um, so then I wasn't going to school anymore. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, I just started partying with, with a lot of people, um, kind of bouncing around a little bit. But uh, in the story here with, with my older brother, he's four years older than me. So when I was in high school, entering high school, he was just getting out of high school. So he was partying quite a bit. And uh, he was in the music scene and all I wanted to do was be just like him. So, you know, I'd go to a lot of music, like a lot of concerts, a lot of shows, um, try getting drunk with all his friends. Slowly but surely all his older friends became my friends. Um, and then through high school, just party with an older crowd. I didn't party with anyone my own age. I didn't hang out with my friends. Um, didn't feel part of in high school. So I <clears throat> uh, was kicked out freshman year. They let me come back sophomore year. And then um, I was expelled for like having 400 truancies or some shit like that. It was, it was a lot. Um, so that was it. And, you know, a while from there, I you know, went to like digital school and night school and all these other alternative programs until I ended up dropping out and just getting my GED. Um, so this is, at this time, like right around when I was about to drop out of high school, um, my brother got in an accident. He had a traumatic brain injury and he was in the ICU for like three and a half weeks. Um, at the same time, my dad had left us, like the family, he divorced my mom and moved on. Um, and then my mom came down with cancer. So I was like in this pretty rough spot, uh, like 16, 17. And I was just, you know, partying every night. I had no response. Like I had no one to uh, look after or whatever. No one was looking after me. Um, so yeah, I partied every single night, just continued that um, with my mom being sick. You know, she, the doctors prescribed her like Tylenol with codeine and Opanas and oxycodone and you name it, you know, back then with like cancer patients, they were just giving me all the different opiates. Um, so I was stealing all of those from her and, and going to parties. And I was like the life of the party because I always had drugs. I always had drugs that I was stealing from my mom and I would go to the I would go to King Supers, go to the pharmacy and, and refill her drugs and didn't need to have her there because she was sick. So they let me fill it and just take it. And uh, yeah, so that continued for a few years there until, you know, they ran out of, or prescribing our drugs anymore. Um, got out of high school, you know, it, it's, it's all a lot of the same. I just uh, always want to be a part of the party. Um, how much time do I have? Um, yeah, so in college, I, I didn't go to college. I went and got my GED. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually go, but, uh, so what happened was I got my GED and then because my mom works with the school admin, she got me into this program it was like community college for at risk youth. So like, I was like 17 going to community college and that lasted like three months. Um, cause my friends were all partying and not going to school. And like, I didn't, I had like FOMO. I didn't want to miss out on the party. You know, and, and so I moved out of my house when I was 17 into a, an apartment with like seven people in it. It was like a one bedroom apartment. It was super sleazy. Um, it was like seven people on the floor. But um, yeah, uh, I don't really know where I'm going with this. But uh, yeah, the party continued for a while. Uh, it's probably like 22, the first time I tried heroin. Um, I I was just getting out of jail. And I, I think I had spent my birthday in jail. And I was like, just getting out. And uh, this girl that I knew, she was doing heroin. And uh, and I'd smoked it before, but, you know, I told her, I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to have a good time. Will you shoot up? Like, sh just fix me up, you know? And uh, so she did. And I immediately overdosed. Um, 
and and blue in the face, pukes, pee my pants, all the shit. Um, and uh, and then I, you know, I tried doing that like seven more times, and I overdosed <laughs> almost almost every single time. Um, so I was like, oh, I can't really do this. So you know, went back to smoking it for a while, and then you know, I was mixing heroin with meth, always alcohol. Um, I had a benzo prescription for like 15, 14 years. Uh, that was the best. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was mixing all that shit together on a daily basis. I was playing scientists with myself and just concocting different things. Um, you know, I, I think I, was, I started using and drinking against my will around age 21, 22. Um, party was over. You know, I was still trying to hang on to it, but I, you know, I was drinking every day in a panic. I'd wake up in a panic. I would never know where I was going to get my next fix. You know, it was constant anxiety and constant turmoil. Um, so that went on for about four more years. And in 2016, I went to rehab for the first time. I went to uh, this place called the Meadows of Wickenburg. It's uh, in Arizona. And it's like a, I got in there because I had track air insurance. And it's like this upscale, like, equine therapy acupuncture like no 12 steps but you like get massages and shit and do yoga <laughs> and uh so that like didn't work for me i didn't i wasn't interested in AA at all so i got out of there and got loaded immediately um i moved you know i did some geographics i moved to washington um my brother was trying to sober up himself showed up in washington he was wasted um so we went on a like a seven month bender together um moved around a little bit more after that um Yeah, so I don't know. In the in the end, there like 2018, um, 2016 to 2018, um, you know, there's a lot of heavy uses of you know benzos, heroin, alcohol, meth, um, ketamine, just whatever I could self destruct my body with. And uh, it was in 2019 that uh, I was hospitalized with like the esophageal hemorrhage. Um, cause I was smoking so much heroin on foil, it was cutting my throat up and I was drinking on top of that. So it was just adding to the wound. Um, so I did surgery for that. And the doctor was telling me that, you know, if I drink again or whatever the case, I'd most likely die. So, uh, you know, I started drinking again after that. Um, yeah, it's what you do, but, uh, you know, that went on, that misery went on for like three more months, uh, called a place called windward way, got out to California, did a little stint with them. It was like 45 days. Um, and immediately thought I should go back home to Colorado. I, I went to treatment. I did the thing. I know what I need to do now. Went back to Colorado, immediately got loaded, caught a gun charge, ended up in a mental hospital and uh, realized I should probably come back out to California and try treatment again. Um, so I did. And that time I, I did the whole thing. I did you know, treatment, sober living, IOP, all that good shit. Um, stayed sober for a little while, but uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't really want to do any work on myself in the past. You know, I I would get a sponsor. I can call a sponsor. I go to meetings. I'll I'll talk with people. You know, that's totally fine. I want to hang out. I want new friends, but I don't want to like look at myself. I don't want to do any work. You know, um, so you know what I would do is I'd get a sponsor and then I'd do step one, two, and three, and then I would you know, prolong the four step for like three, four months until he was wondering where it was. And then I would just drop him as a sponsor and get a new one. And that bought me about another four or five months until I was so miserable that, you know, I, it was inevitable. I was either going to kill myself or use, you know, and, and using seemed like the most logical thing. Um, 
And, you know, on top of that, I, this is my first time being sober, all, like all around sober. Um, this last time, probably like three weeks in, started using Kratom on a daily basis and justified to myself, I was sober. You know, I was like, I'm so fucking depressed. Kratom is a mood booster and like, I'm not high. I'm just, I feel better, you know? And like, that went on for like nine months. So, <clears throat> I don't know, I think the difference is with everything, this is the first time I've, I've really dove in and, and wanted to get sober. And I think it's uh, taken all this, all this shit in the last couple of years to uh, to really get a grasp on it, I guess. Um, I can say that in the last 101, 102 days, it's been insanely different than before. You know, I didn't want to do any of the work. I didn't, I couldn't believe in a higher power. You know, I just couldn't get past that. I grew up like so agnostic, so atheist that I just couldn't figure that out in my head. Um, but just the whole surrender, just giving up and, and getting into it has been, an insane experience for me, um, just over a hundred days. And uh, yeah, I am so grateful to be here. That is all I have. Yeah.